The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Wait. So in front of Carver's, there's these people okay. fucking holding up white signs that say Leon Holan or Jolan. I forget the 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 executive director of the San Juan Basin Public Health. Uh, OK, they're protesting her saying she works for we the people. She needs to roll back all the restrictions. These are the same fucking winners that showed up at her house to protest. Right, that and when I they remember. realized that, that it was illegal, they moved across the street to a public corner so they could right. protest because they're psychopaths. I'd like to find out where all these people live and go um, protest in front of their fucking house I, and scare well, their fucking kids. I'm confused. Do they not understand that she can't do that on her own? Yeah, she has. You no, know that, right? She has I no mean, latitude. These people don't understand how uh, things okay, work. I'm just, I don't know if they thought because this is a top-down problem that we're talking about. It goes federal, state, and local, yeah. right? Yeah. So if the governor doesn't say it, we don't do it. He hasn't said it yet, so we're not doing it. So yeah. I don't. Wh- that's like yelling at the fucking busboy because your pasta was overcooked. There's an extra yeah. layer to it uh, because I'm pretty sure these folks are also anti-vaxxers. 100%. If I'm guessing. I don't know about 100%. That's a government But tracker. it's a large fucking What is percentage. it? You're not saying every anti-vaxxer is them, but they are definitely. <laughs> they are definitely. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think. So that what are they protesting? Uh, they're protesting Masks. her specifically, her name on there. And a bunch of other things that were misspelled because these fucking Mensa members down there don't understand oh, how things thanks for work. picking up on my joke. That was funny. Yes. I did the Mensa thing earlier. Oh, like, nice. um, that was a Mensa meeting, guys. Um, <laughs> so, no, but like, I, uh, they're specifically protesting the mask mandate, I'm assuming. They're correct? specifically protesting that woman because that's what it says on their Yeah, signs. but that's why they're protesting her. The, it's either that or it's the they want all the restrictions gone. They want it all to be done. They believe that there's nothing to be afraid of anymore. Get rid of even though we're seeing an influx of tons of people from all the idiotic states that rolled their shit back two months ago. Right. But yeah, we should definitely change everything for those people and I for mean, you guys. It has plateaued. This vaccine hullabaloo, this thing I've heard about called the vaccine seems to be working. There are less people getting it. In the states than it was before. It's not gone. It's plateaued from what I understand. Now, travel overseas to India and ask them about COVID and see how you're doing. Um, they're up to 400,000 cases a day. Mm-hmm. Um, so gone, not forgotten. And we haven't even hit that mutated wave nope. yet that supposedly is already here, right? Is that, I mean, the the, the English one. and yeah. But they're finding that the vaccine's working really well against the mutant strains, from yes, what I understand. It it's all timing. It's all about timing. We need to get enough people vaccinated before the variants mutate to a point where the vaccines don't work on them. And that's the thing a lot of these idiots don't understand, is the reason we're beating you over the head with get your fucking vaccine is, because if, if, if we had all gotten vaccinated, or at least 75% of us in those first two months, this virus could have very well been eradicated yes but because of the spread the worldwide spread of this right. this is going to be another disease that 
stays hidden. Like it's like smallpox is the only disease that we've completely eradicated. Other ones seem like they're gone, but they hide in little pockets. Polio and can yeah. Can I actually send out a message to a very specific subset of people in this? Yes. The anyone that is in the Van Noy's family bitch water empire <laughs> empire <laughs> hierarchy <laughs> that is out there and is unvaccinated because all of you are. I know. Seriously? You're all unvaccinated. Is this the Louisiana branch? Go get a fucking vaccine, guys. Dude, we know a guy that's very near and dear to the show that we mentioned on... I don't want to give anybody a bingo, so I'm not going to mention his name. <laughs> but there's a gentleman we, we we refer to and talk about quite often. I work with the gentleman. He's a lovely man. He's one of my best friends. It is so fun to watch him cringe when everybody else is talking about getting their second dose and how they're feeling. And, hey, I get to travel again. And um, to watch him just shrink in his inside of himself... I don't even bring it up to him anymore. Well, I know uh, it's it's partially because he makes excuses for not getting it. Like, I don't have time and blah, blah, which is horseshit. It literally feels like it's conspiracy related in my mind. He thinks everybody's after him, right? <laughs> and this just goes part and parcel to the anti-vax. Are you telling me you didn't hear Nah, when you get that shot, fucking Dennis Quaid in a small spaceship goes into your body and starts fucking shit up. Dude, Sean Did you see what happened to Martin Short? Sean with a timely inner space reference. <laughs> All the kids out there, mark your cards uh, down. Check your bingo cards for, <laughs> for the inner I, That's space not on reference. there, but, but does a stupid bad accent. 80s comedy. Does um, Circle does a stupid all, accent. Oh, you got oh, a circle yeah, yeah, you got circle stupid. You have a, oh, big, have yeah, you got to fucking play, oh, Aaron. Wow. Okay, I'll play. Yeah, um, I know. This is the before, one thing I'm saying we got to do. Oh, before <laughs> we move on to a thing, uh, Inner Space is not a bad 80s comedy. Amazing. Inner Space is actually one of the best fucking 80s movies of it's all time. It's one of Martin Short's One of the most movie. underrated movies I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. And Martin Short is borderline genius in it. His physical comedy is off the charts like- He was funny. Buster Keaton- Remember when he was funny? Moments. He, oh, yeah. He used to be, used really, to be funny, dude. really, really funny. Yeah. Fucking now he's funny. weird yeah. looking. Well, hey, speaking of uh, Mensa members locally that are smarter than all of us, uh, <laughs> wow. there's a gentleman who decided to put a little potty cam in his business to take nudie dude, photos. you saw that? Of, yeah. This, uh, uh, the place is called Element Door and Window. Sorry to shout you out, but the Herald already did all the fucking legwork for that. Dude, they straight up gave the address, suite number, yep. fax number. Like, they, were, hours. they put them on blast, bro. That was crazy. Uh, so, it was, from what I understand reading the article, so we're in Durango, something like a bathroom cam gets us very excited, everyone. Because uh, it's Durango, there's nothing else to do. Uh, but, I read that and I'm like, Bobby, what were you saying? Like, oh, it could be, a, or, or no, Rex was saying there is actually a group of guys that go around town. She knows because she works in law enforcement to a degree. There are guys that go around town setting up bathroom cams. Like they've, there's like a ring of them. It's really creepy. <sighs> but from what I understand, this was actually the owner, right? Is that what the article yes. said? Oh my mm -hmm. God, dude. What you a know, great... Let's get Carol. Let's Carol. Will you read us a little blurb so we understand more about what this article is? Yes, sure, boys. This is from the Durango Herald, and the quote says, The camera was placed in a unisex bathroom inside Element Window and Door, which sells windows, doors, and hardware south of downtown Durango. The camera was positioned in a way that it could capture images of people when they had a reasonable expectation of privacy. End quote. What a fucking creepo, boys. Agreed. Agreed, Carol. Agreed, Carol. Carol. Salient point. Speaking of which, Bobby, we got to get that fucking camera out of the <laughs> Yeah, dude, we better uh, we get that thing out before she sees it. Um, <laughs> dude, that is such a weird thing from what I understand, because we were saying before now, 
you know, potty cam is an old and ancient art. Um, there are many ways you could go about <laughs> go about it. Um, there is the classic um, weird corner of the bathroom cam. That's a classic. Yeah. There's also the behind the fucking disinfectant on the shelf, which yeah. is kind of what I understand this was. Yep. And then there is the fabled. The coupe de Gracie, dude. The fucking <laughs> the poop de Gracie. The actual shitter cam, which is some Chuck Berry shit, which is like throw the camera, a fiber optic camera in and under the bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. There's also the guy that gets, you know, has the hidden room with the two-way mirror. Yes. Yeah. Dude. Well, when I hear (laughs) when they had a reasonable expectation of privacy, (laughs) the first thing that pops into my head is like, Oh, so you mean when I'm pooping? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm allowed to do that by myself. <laughs> um, number one, what kind of an animal shits in a fucking window store? That's number one, you fucking <laughs> It's creeps. for the employees, I'm dude. Kidding. It's not public. Um, but in a Sub victim blaming. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> um, who the fuck? No, but it's hilarious uh, because it was unisex. So that guy's obviously a little fluid. Every bathroom in the back, every bathroom in the back of like a window store, or a small office like that is unisex because there's one bathroom for everybody. So wait, do yeah. we know the name of this guy? We do. It's in the do article. We, I mean, we don't have to say it. Well, uh, you know what? I'm just wondering what his pronouns are. Let's just, <laughs> sir, they. I'm just. Let's keep him. Let's keep him off the ledge. He's already let's likely do. dancing let's on. Do. Let's do. Um, he's already fucked. His business is fucked. Um, because, I, or I don't know. Maybe we can get some really cheap windows, guys. No. You you really cheap door work. What if you work there? Oh my god, dude! What if you work there? They do. What a great unemployment claim. Well, that's kind of my (laughs) thought process when this happened. It was like there's someone that works for him that he wanted to see their bush. Because by the way, or Dick, if you're just throwing a camera on the fucking counter in a bathroom, you're gonna be lucky to just see some bush. And that's that's about it, right? You're not going to see anything you're not gonna amazing, see, like no. fucking... unless you're just titillated by the the idea that a woman and a lot or of... a guy yeah. is sitting down and doing something. Uh, it's uh, here, but here, you're not seeing anything. My theory is this: he had. I'm, not, I'm questioning his judgment. I know his judgment <laughs> is stupid. His judgment is super stupid. It's stupid. But if what it's based on what we think his motive is, my theory is is I think he had an obs- he had an obsession maybe with somebody that worked there. That's and he yeah. wanted to see them naked, and they changed in there and that's probably why he set it up to Very try to capture photos 100% and they don't even find the camera they fucking subpoena they heard they've heard reports of it probably from people that work there and then they found his fucking phone and found four images from that bathroom in the phone and went we Oops. know where the camera was just yeah. based on the angles yeah. so yeah so if they, they haven't told us what's in those photos but if it was like it's one of the employees in a various st- stages of undress or something. I'll be like, well, yeah, he had a crush on her. And since he's fucking psychopath and needs therapy, which his lawyer said he's in based on the article, uh, that's what happens. Um, well, the pic yeah. I saw, she was wiping from back to front. Jesus. And I'm like, that's oh, how you get a, a fucking UTI, animal. baby. That's how you end up with a UTI, girl. What you a want ants? Savage. That's how you get ants. <laughs> savage. <laughs> savage. Uh, all right. So, um, boys, we got a we got a whiskey here. Yeah, let, let, so, let. welcome back. To the motherfucking whiskey Who are reel. We? I'm here with my boys in the bunker. We're 38,000, what, 38,000 and a half Approximately. Feet. Yeah. Approximately. It shifts. It's magma. To my right is the hardest working general manager in all the four corners. Yeah, man. 
He is Tony Montanus. He is, I'll give in, Swagger Vance. Yeah, Mr. Brian. Aaron Antonio Brandes of the Roan Brandes. Send it Sundays, everybody. To my right is, uh, you guys all know this fucking guy. He's around town. He does his fucking thing, y'all. Um, this is Mr. Bivens, if you're nasty, which you all are that are listening. This is my personal nightmare, Bobby Duke. He visits me almost biannually in my dreams. Um, he has been known to gash around town gallivanting. He's one of my best friends in the world. And his name is Mr. Bobbeth Van Noyes of the Tallahassee Van Noises. Thank he's, you, Aaron. He's a, he's a nightmare, but he's a wet nightmare. Um, I am at times moist. Do you ever get duck butter? I... <laughs> Have you ever worked a hotline? I'm not going to <laughs> respond to that. I've been known to sashay about town. You do. You yeah. saunter. I've well. sauntered. You've sauntered. I've sauntered. You've sauntered. Yeah. I get a little yeah. extra lean. You get a little lean. <laughs> I've seen you leaned. I got a little Trust swivel. Me. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Even swivel. Uh. Directly across from my face is a different kind of face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. He is the sweet Lord Jesus Chuddlesworth. Lord Jesus. What is happening? I love it. I, I love him because he's out, straight out of Wakanda. He is Chudwick Bozeman. <laughs> yes, sir. He's the loudest human being I've ever met in my entire <laughs> life. That's why we call him the fucking train horn. He's my chetty buddy. He's Sean Moriarty. Thank you. Yes, Picasso yeah, did design my face. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome. Well, that's weird. I looked at his Morris Cubist. Um, guys, so we got a whiskey here. It's wonderful that everybody is back. Everybody is doing well after a very strange week. Yes. Um, who bought this? I did. I okay. went to that their Star Liquor, uh, our friends and fam over at Star Liquor, and I was going through. I saw, boys, I'm excited. I saw a bunch of new whiskey offerings. Nice. I saw new shit on the end caps, but I ventured into the aisle to get something that wasn't featured or wasn't like not selling. Um, and this stood out to me. There were two offerings from a distillery called Few. They had a straight bourbon whiskey, which is what I picked up, and then they had a single malt. And oddly enough, both were $43.99. Usually the single malt would be more expensive. Yeah. So, I'm wondering what the value difference is or because or that there is no difference. I'm wondering why. Yeah. Single malt um, doesn't really like in bourbon, especially there's no like you don't get an upgrade. It doesn't make it better. But still 51 percent corn. Right? It just like, Yeah. No, it just means it was distilled all in one shot. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't mean it's malted from one single strain. Right. And that's something people it, don't. Yeah. Realize. It's kind of a misnomer. But anyway. Yeah. In, in scotch, obviously, it's a that's it, it would be considered an upgrade. But in bourbon doesn't really kind of move the needle. And Aaron, how did you feel when you first took a sip of this? It looked like fucking Tommy Hearns punched, where, gave you a jab. Number one, <laughs> dude, trust me. Oh, Hitman was there, brother. Um, where is this from? This, this is from mashed, fermented, distilled, and bottled by Few Spirits, LLC, Evanston, Illinois. Oh. Yeah, it's in Illinois. It's in Illinois. Aged um, at least two years in charred new American oak barrels. Okay, I wonder what that char- It feels like a pretty heavy char in this one. Um, Illinois, this- yes. notoriously, <laughs> one of the biggest whiskey producers on planet on Earth. Planet, it yep. might, might be, from a state point of it view, might be. the biggest distiller of bourbon Sorry. or whiskey uh, of anywhere in Rise. the fucking planet. Like oh, it's, 100%. It's like 80% of rye. Not even close. It's yeah. all the rye. Yeah. Um, 43... And then the rest comes from Indiana. The I states have it all covered for us. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, dude. Oh, yeah, this... yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, did I say Illinois? Yeah, you we're talking it is Illinois and Indiana. Wow. We're talking about Indiana, but I thought that's oh, what you were referencing. I'm sorry. That's what I was referencing. Okay. I'm an hey, idiot. we didn't but, have to do a retraction for next well, week. Well, no, we but I just love that I have I a thought, retraction. I thought that you were alluding to the fact that this was MGP. I was. Okay. But it's not. So I went this with is, you there. But this is not MGP. I Okay. It, it clearly It says but, it's distilled in Illinois. Yeah, I thought yeah. you were That's saying- my fault. That's okay. my fault. No, no, no. I was trying to fucking, hey, brother. But Illinois still also, so Illinois does make a shitload as well. And they let's have, be honest. Oh, no. Yeah. Let's Huge be honest. grain producers. I've been to Indianapolis recently. Probably the same state for all I know. I can neither confirm or deny they're two different states. Um, I've, I just, I don't know for a fact. Um, this is. I'm mortified. I'm mortified. Um, what's the <laughs> proofing on this? 180 proof, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's 93 proof. This is so what it's 46.5% acaha. This is what's known in the biz um, for the more highbrow people that enjoy whiskey as a dick kicker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this will dirt you. I felt this it in my dick. This will fucking dirt nap your soul. Yeah. Um, I do not recommend drinking this straight unless you don't like yourself. And we all did. Um, or, if all li- straight. or if you're listening to some like older REM, maybe that might fit. Um, but, but <laughs> this is so timely today. So timely. Um, I know we're bringing out all the fucking, if you're drinking bourbon with Martin Short, let it be this bourbon. Uh, but it's, this is fucking rocket fuel. Now, that being said, I tried it. It burned all the way down. I felt my soul leave my body. I was astral projecting. It went back into my body. Did, like the Hulk in dropped, fucking Endgame. Drop some fucking ice cubes in this motherfucker. And uh, I will tell you what. This is not the worst thing I've ever had no, in my life. No, it's Diluted. very... It's... It evened out and mellowed out. It was very high-toned. Um, just to the point where it's distracting. Now that it's come down a little bit and been diluted and a little bit chilled, I'm getting a lot of that red apple and that fragrant. Um, it It's not as viscous. Um, it just feels a, nicer. It's a lot more approachable um, to, as it's being diluted. 100%. Yeah, I, man. Yeah. It, that would, Dude, what did you think <clears throat> that straight shot? No, made? the... the we all try to do like a, 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 you know, a little half finger of straight without any dilution. We always do. Just we, yeah, right out of the, just go virgin on it. Yeah. And um, yeah, it almost killed me. <laughs> Brother. Woo. Oh, holy shit. My, yeah. you my didn't insights have to... turned inside out. You know when your ears get hot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. It was that. But Bobby took it, you know, in a classy way. Aaron took a sip of it and then immediately was like mid nineties Jim Carrey. I like he was like, I went, in, me like myself and lie I about it. Yeah, I went, I went yeah, full little mask. Bit. Little bit. Um, yeah, dude, it was brutal. Um, but you went liar, liar on us. A total liar, liar. Which uh, is pen always is blue. a mistake. The pen is blue. Uh, he, I hate that fucking. Man. I love I it. You don't seem like a big uh, Carrey fan. No. No. That's not your style of comedy. Bobby hates it so much. He, In fact, I'm pretty sure you said you pissed on Buster Keaton's grave for starting the slapstick I, uh, like <laughs> revolution back in the silent Thanks for giving me day. Jim Carrey, bro. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Um, <laughs> Honestly, had, the cable guy is the only thing he's ever done. That I, you're actually such a hipster. That's always the hipster Carrey I love that movie, but like, I still love fucking The Mask. I'm and sorry. Ace, Ace Ventura, Ventura Dumb and Dumber. But again, you also don't like Will Ferrell. You don't like a lot of that kind of that's a hundred percent just like that you don't like life you basically love will ferrell you basically (laughs) told me you don't like any yeah you said you don't like brown people like you've said this you said the only will ferrell movie you like is the one (laughs) where he's like selling all of his shit in the front of his house because you could relate oh god (laughs) he's such a dick when is the last time either one of you guys watched tropic thunder 
I watch it I at have. least once every couple months. I watch I it every it. year, probably. Yeah. I've got the DVD still. I watched it like three months ago. It's Pretty one of the greatest You know what? Comedy I laughed movies. my ass off. I thought it was funny. It's fucking funny. It's hilarious. It's you just watched the Tom Cruise part of it. Talladega Nights, I think it's funnier than Anchorman. I actually don't know why everybody is so... Over the top in love with Anchorman. It's more quotable. That's the only reason. The it's best part of Anchorman is Christina Applegate and fucking come on and fight me if you don't agree. She's the funniest fucking moment in that movie. Like Paul every... Rudd kind of. I'm in love with Paul Rudd. <sighs> well, because he's Paul on, Rudd. That's a weird comparison because Paul Rudd is always just adorable and perfect. He kind of is. He is. So even as Ant Man. Since this is super strong, boys, let's get back to the whiskey yeah. real quick. Oh, should we? This we uh, I think this would make a great cocktail if you're making. You want to? It's it's strong enough that it's going to hold up. You're going to have all of the bourbon notes that you want. The char, the heat, even you're going to still have a cocktail that uh, gets you a little drunk, but um, doesn't oh. get washed away by any additions like vermouth or. Ooh. This is not a rye sugar. But I would make a Sazerac out of this. Sazerac, you yeah. could do. You could do a Sazerac. I would put a it. touch of absinthe, just a just a <sighs> sousson, a, a fucking of absinthe, a um, little bit of sweet, just you know, swirl it in some ice. This might be nice. Would you put it in an old gashend? I got. <laughs> wow. I put everything in the old gashend. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't recommend taking this anally. Uh, this bourbon. This nope. is a lot. Uh, ooh, that'd be, that ooh, would, ooh, ooh. That's a stinger, bro. Unless <laughs> you're looking to solder it shut <laughs> um, and strip the lining. <laughs> yeah. They call it sloughing yeah. when you expel your lining. <laughs> um, that's so weird. Uh, the, this would make a great Boulevardier, too. Um, oh, yeah. That's a yes. very hard drink to stand up to. You need a very kind of punchy bourbon to do that with. Um, so I think it would work well in, in that application as well. But this is, again, sometimes we do these bourbons or we do these alcohols or spirits that are for grownups. Like this is not, don't give this to your 21 year old brother and say, happy birthday. He'll hate it. Uh, this is for grown ass people drinking grown ass drinks. Yeah. This is not for. Hey, fucking... Uncle Aaron, that shit was pretty strong. Yeah, so I dude. mixed it with Mountain Dew, Code right. Red. It was awesome. It was fucking. Uh, <laughs> so let's get let's get yeah. the brass text. Uh, Sean, what did you pay for this bottle? Forty three ninety nine. I don't think it's a buy at forty three ninety nine. Mm, it's not. It depends. That's I'm, my opinion. I don't. I don't think it's a buy at forty three ninety nine. I'm. I'm not. There are buy a it. lot of whiskeys I could buy at forty three ninety nine. Men. Hey, uh, here. Let's here. I'm going to put this to rest. Let's ask a professional arbitrator. Um, Carol, can you uh, explain to Bobby why he might want to purchase this and why it's a great value? Oh, this is. I have an ad. Well, I got to do a pitch. This is okay. All right. On. This here. Okay, Bobby. Bobby, are you listening? I'm listening, baby. You don't listen at home. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. What does that mean? Um, I know what it means, but care just to, say what it means. Ca- Front Street. Care to explain? Nope. Okay. okay. Cool. Whatever. Carol, go on. Thank you. Jesus. Southern tradition meets Northern rye, it says on their website. This spirit, distilled through timeless liquor-making techniques, utilizes a three-grain recipe that infuses generations of Southern tradition with the spiciness of Northern rye and a touch of malt for smoothness. Few is handcrafted through a small batch process in charred oak barrels to age its bourbon whiskey. Yeah, man. I gotta try it. Can I come upstairs? No, Carol. No, you stay in your fucking hole where you belong. Ooh, Sorry. Sean, First of all, we're be- downstairs. 
I'm still mad at her. She's lower than us, you know that. Um, but she's—I mean, lower being further to the center of yeah, the Jesus earth, Christ. not like lower in status. That's Jesus. right. She goes. She goes the fifth floor. She does, dude. You <laughs> saw fucking Godzilla Kong, dude. She's living in that <laughs> biosphere in the middle of the earth. Um, four hours. Just say four hours. Um, Elevator ride. It just sucks. Saying, uh, uh, it sucks. Um, thanks, Carol. But Bobby nailed it with the rye. Um, comparison. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the breakup of the mash bill is, but I'm going to assume this has got to be in the 20s of rye. You would think, right? I, I mean, because to be bourbon, 18, as you guys all 16 know, 16 to 20. Yeah, I mean, it might even think like 25 ish, 28 ish. Carol the, had sent me the uh, link to the banger, home, to the. She sent me the link to the page earlier for approval because you know Carol does do her due diligence, and yeah, she's like, she's, "Is she's this what good. we should say about it?" And I remember seeing that they had a whole bunch of awards that they've won. They had like a handful of them, all the seals on the website. But guess what? They didn't fucking plaster them all over their bottle to try to sell it, which I appreciate. Despite Carol's comments, I think that this is a really nice whiskey. I'm enjoying it. I like it. I like putting it in my face. Um, Put a couple of ice cubes in it. Obviously, you can make cocktails out of it. I just think at that price point, for me, I'm not going to buy it. There's just, there's, I could name 20 whiskeys. Yeah. That I would buy before I, I bought that this. are like for that around thirty five or yeah. yeah or even you know less yeah but easily. yeah for easily and I was looking at a lot of other things and it's it's so hard sometimes I'm like I want to grab Dude, something I, new but in my head I'm going why would I get this when I can just grab fucking well, well we of. do this every fucking week so, so we actually have to pick a right. different whiskey or spirit every every week. week I know it's and to the point where we've actually repeated because we've forgotten because we're old <laughs> and uh, senile I wanted to. Change the name of this podcast to the fuck that reel. <laughs> to the seltzer reel. Today uh, we're tasting <laughs> today we're tasting powdered Gatorade. Now we're gonna have different mixtures. This is with half the water suggested. Dude. This is with all the water suggested. We're gonna have a runoff, uh we're gonna have an adjunct podcast called Can I Snort That Reel? Oh. And it'll just be different various powders, and we're just gonna see if we can do it. We should do that as like a live video stream like Tom Segura does, where we do all yeah. the terrible things that we don't like want people aspirin, to know. Aspirin, Tums. Yeah. That's gotta be on. Like, it's Durango. We've all snorted plenty of aspirin. <laughs> yes, man. <laughs> because our cocaine da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, But no, no, we haven't done. I mentioned it last week. Woodford at 40 bucks. Yep. I would buy Woodford <clears throat> over this. Woodford, a classic of every bar. Way, um, way, 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 way more approachable. A, mm-hmm. Oh, God. It's not even in the same zip um, code of Woodford, approachability. We will do Woodford. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll bring that next time. Yeah. Um, not the most... How have we never done Woodford? It's so not weird. the most dynamic whiskey that it you're isn't. ever going to drink, but it hits every note. It, it's, it, dude, it, it's yeah, it's it, engineered. It's like the perfect genetic specimen of bourbon. Like it really is. It just does everything really, really well. Um, but it's, you, it's like Maker's Mark, but good. But good. Imagine if Maker's Mark tasted good. Um, Maker's Mark's not. Do you know, bad Maker's boys. Mark Jesus is dog shit. Um, that's the Captain oh, Morgan God. of bourbon. If you want, if you guys out there live in Durango and want to taste what Woodford tastes like, there's a bar that sits on the corner of Eighth and Eighth that sells it for six dollars a shot because apparently they've never looked at an invoice. Wow. To be very honest, that is the root of our friendship. (laughs) That is true. In a lot of ways, I mean we we met at a house party in a garage. True. And we had a lovely conversation about lots of things, mostly Wu Tang related. This and <laughs> we started ending up at the tavern together. I'm just going to say it. Simon. It's called the tavern. The dead. Um, and yes, they would sell Woodford Reserve to you. Double oaked. Uh, double oaked. Double oaked. Uh, at about 
3.5 ounces per pour. $6. <laughs> I asked him if it was correct. Dollars. They must go through a lot and get a decent price on Listen it. Listen to me, Sean. No, they do. Yeah. yeah. They should still be charging more. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. No. There's no. a point where you just aren't pricing shit right. There's, there's a problem. They could be doing it on there's, purpose. There's they no could be way, doing it on purpose and raising Even if you had a five case drop, that makes no sense. No sense at all. Sorry. Whenever you're at a Shit bar and you're closing the tab and the owner, who is the bartender that night, hands you a $20 bill. <laughs> just to say thanks. <laughs> I feel like maybe he's underpricing his whiskey. Just um, no. Maybe. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm not knocking it. Uh, I, I'll go enjoy it. I don't do it anymore because yeah. I gifted that to but my Woodford, ex. I'm yes. holding you to that. Yes. Woodford next okay. week. Woodford. You got it. Because I love Woodford. Oh, Woody Woodford. I'm going to so, write that on my wrist. Let's talk. We talked about the bingo cards. Uh, we're you have to be a part of our Discord. Hit us up via private message or shoot us a text at the number. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about the Discord for a minute? Yeah, the Discord's been fucking so fun. It's blowing up. It's super fun. People are leveling up. I'm loving it. It's so. I'm great. loving it. I'm like a level eight. Yeah, you are. So yeah. psyched. It's not even a real thing. Is it? No, I, I, there's only four levels, but it, <laughs> it, the bot, Carol bot, the Carol bot will tell you that you keep rising levels, even though there's no like new roles to achieve. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Carol's really yeah. doing her job. Um, yes. Carol's actually a research assistant in there now. I hit the uh, the exclamation point help command in there, and it shows you the things that the Carol bot can tell you. So if you hit exclamation point in YouTube and put whatever phrase you want after that, it's she's just going to send post a link of the most relevant thing. So I believe Nick was like big booty hose and that fucking song <laughs> popped up yeah. immediately. Yeah, Two live crew. So as a community thing, it's really, really fun because we have a wide variety of uh, people. We have. And subjects. We have traffic cops and we have um, IT directors and we have other IT directors and we have um, young people like Ellie who hates yeah. us. College students from That's always fun. New York. She loves us. <laughs> She loves us. She takes out all of the anger she has for her mother, which we learned about earlier yesterday. Sure, sure. No, we, <laughs> on us. We are the definition of the patriarchy. And she is focusing all her negative energy on the patriarchy. She's coming pretty hard. But <laughs> I'm no, I just think that if anytime you guys think that we're not that woke, remember that a very progressive lesbian 18-year-old that's in college in upstate New York is the biggest fan of this podcast. Probably a level nine and <laughs> Doing, she's killing it. She's, she's killing top it. shelf. There's there's levels. There's top and shelf. We have former podcaster friends of yours that are coming on, and they're coming on strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're bringing some great content. Uh, we have my ex general manager yeah. is uh, bringing some content. There's really like six people that I would say are super active oh, on it, and every now and again active. people pop in to look, and then a lot of people don't really do much in there. And I found that that's pretty common when you get a bigger one going you get a lot of people that don't really they they like to go back to it to be entertained every now and again but they don't you know like aaron like that's how aaron does it we got lurkers um because i have i mean i sat at a world the other day and um i had some people are like holy cow man that's really funny what's going on on your discord server and i'm like well why don't you you know say something right you know bring it Let's, let's, These let's, are the same people that won't call in and leave a voicemail. They're exactly. scared of being judged, and that's fine. Yeah, I get I don't, it. I don't. I, I don't. It. That is not my chosen. Um, you can't read or write. You could just say it. You're better ta- at talking. I'm better at moving my face around and doing things and okay. sounds coming out. Um, I just man, there's those different mediums. It's like being an artist, and I only work in clay and I don't paint. Like I don't. That's not my chosen form of what I like to do. Sure. But I will say, coming very soon, and we'll make a formal announcement. 
uh, the whiskey reel, or at least part of the whiskey reel, or adjunct part of the whiskey, whiskey reel. reel presents. Wh- whiskey reel presents. We are going to start doing some uh, YouTube uh, videos. So we'll tell you about that more as it gets going. But uh, we're going to be doing some like reaction videos and some fun stuff under the under the whiskey reel banner. Two to questions. Try to, yeah, I, I, I'll let the cat out of the bag a little bit. It's music related. Yeah. Could it be called musical caliente? Can we keep the super racist intro for the videos? And three, can we like do one of those cameo videos? Hire Cheech Marin to do the intro so that it's like kind of not racist. Mm, no. Do. First of all, do I have any input on this? Yes. Bobby? Because I would you love for the I, I, I thing to <laughs> fucking stop. That's why it will continue. Forever. <laughs> well, what if we mix it up? What if the next time it's I, 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 I. Wow, that's not. That's verga chiquita muy fea. That's wow. Wow. He Bingo. called his little dick ugly. <laughs> um, that was weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, that was very off putting. I said my very uh, little dick is, is, is on <laughs> does a stupid accent. Yeah. Dude. I already did one. I yeah, did. Yeah, dude. B5. 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 Um, so, <laughs> so, dude, you know what I've been uh, extremely happy about? Anytime we get to use our uh, our friend Aesop's song. Yes. Oh, um, God. We are going to talk about that neck, y'all. Go ahead, Sean, do it. Look at that neck. Okay, he did it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's the battle of the three-letter people, man. It's AOC versus MTG. We talked a little bit about it last week. We need that to be a UFC fight. Get right? that shit going. Well, dude, I don't, I don't, I don't have a lot of fucking confidence that AOC will come out alive, dude. After watching fucking Nightmare McGee fucking do her kip ups, um, I will say that she might cut her though. That, she's kind of she'll fucking full, she'll use she her brain. Her. She'll go Wesley from Princess Bride and jump on fucking Andre the Giant's fat neck and choke her out from behind. Perfect. Um. You guys saw what happened. Okay, so they've been beefing back and forth. Obviously, MTG, because she doesn't really deal with policy or do anything useful in Congress. She puts up Her signs. main focus is to go after trans rights, right? Because that's ruining the world. Yep, ruining um, society. Talk about how the election was still stolen, but not, but not anymore. Um, and then... Lastly, she tries to create turmoil because that's all she can do. She really doesn't have any like processes to create policy because um, she's a moron. So she goes after AOC in the halls of Congress, screaming at her, basically. And that was, that was substantiated by reporters, literally screaming in the halls of Congress, like, why don't you want to talk to me? And you're a socialist. And I mean, what? How? How? How do Republicans look themselves in the mirror and go, yep, that's my party. Totally stoked to be here, guys. She's actually getting blowback from a lot of Republicans currently because they're like, what the fuck is happening right now? Can we cut MTG a little slack? Bobby, you've mentioned this before on the podcast. You could probably attest to this. She could be nearing one of her steroid cycles where she gets a little, you know, she's a little edgy. So, hey, she's trying to put on 10 more pounds of neck muscle. Cut her some fucking slack. Well, yes, that Easter Island statue of a human being yes. deserves no slack. She's oh, she's she bad. She's All a right. bad. Person. I just wanted she's, to play devil's advocate. Bad. And <laughs> honestly, like I, we. We've talked about this on the podcast before. Like, not all of us agree with every fucking thing that AOC has done. No, and, we're not and all shills. of her positions. Yeah, it's not about that. It's about like a nice lady that has basically spent her time in Congress being criticized for being a fucking bartender. Yeah, and being pretty. 
and but yeah. doing the it, most, which assist. makes her yeah. which makes her lightweight, which yes. makes her slight. But yeah, but that yeah. cunt Lauren Boebert gets fucking pregnant before she can vote and decides she's made all the opinions up in her fucking head. Hold on, Bingo. check in my head. Oh shit, yeah, that is a square. <laughs> Sean calls Lauren Boebert the c-word. Uh, my bad, but no. B3? So, but Lauren Boebert has Lauren Boebert has more of a questionable background of where she comes from, but MTG is, doesn't fucking give her shit. I mean. The thing about AOC is that she represents one of the most populous districts on planet Earth. Yeah. She actually represents people. Yeah. Lauren Boebert represents fucking Grand Junction, essentially. And Pueblo. And us. Yeah. You know, does she represent Pueblo? Pueblo? Yeah, is because Pueblo part of it? Pueblo, I, I didn't realize Pueblo was part of our district until I look at it again because it's been gerrymandered like 200 right. miles I, to the right. And by the way, I believe Whoa. it's pronounced Pueblo. It's not. <laughs> Pueblo. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Pueblo. Um, that comes from somebody from Pueblo. Yeah, yeah. Is Pueblo. And by the way, your green chili, it's all right. Not as good as New Mexican green hey. chili. I am a hardcore fan of Colorado over New Mexico. We've all heard about it. But your green chili sucks, Pueblo. It's just are, okay. Are we going to shit on Pueblo for a second? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> um, they have an amazing downtown river situation. Where, really? Yeah, yeah they're kayaking, really? surfing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Twenty years ago, or some shit, the Army Corps of Engineers came and developed that aqueduct. Interesting. That goes on the Arkansas River down okay. there, and they also convinced them while they were doing it to dr- create all these like uh, drops, the features, the yeah, features. like they do here where they move exactly. the rocks around, the and big they're amazing. Like it's really, really dope. Fun. Like That's it's awesome. super great. Here's the problem in Pueblo. <laughs> you go up this fucking hill, and you got to park in this parking lot. And you got to walk down into this thing. So by the time you park, you've already been assaulted by three fucking crackheads. <laughs> yep. And that was the mayor. By the time you get to the trailhead, five more crackheads. You're walking down. You see uh, tent cities. Perfect. About 30 more crackheads. Right. And then you get down to the river and you step on a hypodermic needle. <laughs> and there goes your ah. day. And there goes your whole <laughs> so it's fucking like a, day. So they've set these features up specifically for paddleboarding surfing. Um, so that it's not, not just not, for Not just paddleboarding surfing. It's, it's like rafting long, longboard surfing. Really? No, you can. I've okay. been on a surfboard in those waves. Sweet. Yeah. And I'm not a surfer. I'm not still not going to go to Pueblo just to enjoy that. Uh, <laughs> I've done it. They have a Popeyes. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, shit. There Are it you is. kidding me? There it is, brother. See, I'll go to anywhere it's shitty where they have a Popeyes or Jack in the Boxer and hit it out. All your kayak knife fights. They Just put it that way. Um, but fucking hilarious. They ended, they talked to AOC after the fact, after the, the oh, that's debacle. <laughs> after the, well, that's why I write notes, Sean. Thanks, dude. Um, after I appreciate the, you. After the debacle that was her acting like a fucking child on the halls of Congress, um, and this follows on the heels of also Liz Cheney getting fucking demoted within the GOP for speaking the truth, um, which, d- dude, we can't have that anymore. There's if you, uh, it, we had a newly elected, the number three most powerful person in the GOP right now. What did she do when she got up and thanked? She thanked everybody for elect, basically putting her in this position. She thanked Donald Trump. Mm hmm. You know the guy no longer in politics? Oh yeah, but he's still the But this demigod. is what dude, there's a hun- there's a group of 100 no less than 100 uh GOP big big people in the GOP. You're talking governors, you're talking ex-senators that are literally going to break off and create a third party if they don't get their shit together. These are people, remember how we thought Trump was going to do a third party? This is actually the detractor of the Trumpists saying if you guys don't stop it with all the Trump shit 
and get back to business. We're going to go breach, branch off from you guys. You can be Papa Trump and we're going to be the GOP again. There's a gorgeous irony in what is about to happen to the Republican Party. Because you're right. There's a bunch of people that want to branch off and create their own party or whatever. And they're going to, <laughs> from a libertarian standpoint, let's just say you're a libertarian. <laughs> let's For argument's sake. Th- I'll throw it out there. Um, you're going to now deal with the shit that the Republican Party has been putting in place for 40 years yep. to make sure the third parties don't have a right to fucking exist. Yeah. You're going to deal with every regulatory fucking obstruction. You're going to deal with every stupid rule, every stupid like percentage that you have to get to in your fucking polling and all that bullshit. And it's like, have fun. dude. No, this is what you fucking guys did to yourself. That is yeah. true irony. Gorgeous. Not irony. not more a set irony. Oh, this by the way, is real the, irony. More power to him. Do it. Do it. I say fine. You. We talked about this before. We could have four just, Joe Biden fucking presidency. Are you kidding me? We will go blue forever. Not oh, that God. that's. I like a little bit of mix Jesus. in it. I like a little bit of salt in my pepper. Come like, on, man. It's cool. Come on, man. Come, Come on, on, man. Um, but it just shows you where this is leading. That's why I'm saying, like, we talked before. I listened back to the podcast. We're talking about Trump and you guys were like, I'm kind of worried about him in 2024. I'm actually, dude, as these days go on, I am less and less concerned about Mm, that guy doing a goddamn thing again. Now, I'm not going to underestimate. I'm just saying I'm a supposing. I'm not like saying definitively, but I'm saying if we have three and a half more years of what I'm looking at, ahead of us and these people stepping in their own shit and kicking themselves in the dick. I don't know, man, that's going to be a hard fucking hard hole to dig out of. Yeah. Is all I'm saying, man. I, uh, I will say this to AOC. Uh, I know that, uh, Marjorie Taylor green was yelling at you to change her diaper. And all I would say, yeah, is, uh, exactly, as a concerned dude. citizen, I'll change that fucking diaper for you. Amen. Like, sir. You, you are a doll face. And I, there- I mean, you're my <laughs> favorite politician and you will not put a camera in her shitter you uh, won't no. do that i would, you would never do that that's how bobby goes down a ballot by the way he's like wouldn't fuck him wouldn't fuck him i'd fuck that one yep oh but and <laughs> that but, circle real dark and real quick i don't want to yeah sorry no no you're fine okay, sorry um, i think she's i think she's lovely i think she's gorgeous I also think she's incredibly smart. She I is. think she's a really fucking becoming good at her job very much so. i don't know if she's been good at her job the whole time but Early I think she's sus. I think she's becoming amazing at what she does. And no, I'm not gonna change her fucking diaper, but unless she asks she me won't to. Let you. Yeah. And then, then of I course super of course. like change. Because you're a patriot. I, I am and a she's patriot. Fighting. She's <laughs> a man of the people. She's not afraid to cut at she's not afraid to fucking dig at people. She's not afraid to use humor sometimes and to be a slightly disrespectful, which guess what? People like her who have who have been female Democrats have been treated like shit by a lot of these older guys for years. And so, still and are. They, but but they but they look at her as this ice queen when they give it back to him because that's a whole misogynist dude, problem that we have in this fucking the country. first year of her fucking being in the house, dude. There was a guy calling her a bitch and shit. Like, yeah, this yeah. is not an old thing. This is current. Yeah, was that um, Matt Gates after after exactly. she said, "I know I will not go no, to that fucking was at, the Elephant Bar with you." That was for mudslides. That was. 
was after she showed him her ID and he was like, motherfucker. God damn it. She's um, an adult. God, she's over 16. Uh, the, the one thing, I could take her anywhere. <laughs> it's weird. I don't like it. Um, the weird, <laughs> the, the, the thing real quick, like we said, we're always going to be very, very punishing on Biden if he fucks up. We've been big fans of the presidency so far. I will say his first major, major misstep, and this is a misstep that America has been doing for a very long time, which is at all costs backing Israel. Right now, mm-hmm. Israel is in the middle of committing what only could be construed as a genocide against the Palestinian people, and the U.S. refuses um, to acknowledge it. They refuse to say anything about it. Biden today backed Israel, said they have a right to defend themselves. This is what's known as asymmetrical warfare. This is Palestinians throwing rocks and Israel shooting rockets. Don't get it twisted. Hamas shoots rockets too. Listen to me. But what I'm saying is is they have a very proficient military. And every time you read the news, it goes, so they, and a lot of the times they sway it towards Israel and they go, yes, Israel was attacked and then they responded. And we are reporting that two Israelis died and 700 Palestinians, including children, died. It's always so fucking out of balance. When you're, when you're living in an open air prison and in occupied territory. Yep. Um, yeah, when you're a prisoner and the guards are shooting at you and you throw a rock back, don't whine about self-defense. Um, well, I, and I, I, it's I, I, an over—it's an overshot to 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 explain that relationship that way. Israel has all the power; the Palestinians have none. Anytime you have a power dynamic that's that out of whack and asymmetrical, it's kind of hard to ask the Palestinians to establish peace when they have no power. Um, Israel has all the power. They have all the money. They have all the weaponry. They have all the technology. They have all the world in their favor. Nobody's nobody's going up there and speaking about it. Thank God we have social media now so we can see what's happening because this has been happening for years and years. And yeah, years. and I did. I when I when this happens again because it's like every five years or so there's another uptick in violence in Gaza, especially and and in Israel and you know which they're right next to each other and everything. But Gaza is where the Palestinian quote unquote stronghold is. I go back and I read. You know, fucking, I want to understand this again. It's taken me four times to, and I still don't understand. It's one of the most complicated conflicts that's been going on for oh, almost 100 years, or about 100 years, right? The okay, 1920, so, right after World War One. So yeah. I was married to an Israeli girl. Oh, right? shit. Yeah. Um, and her dad fought next to Menachem Begin, like... Like I, these people were deeply entrenched in Israel and what what it is to be Jewish in Israel. I will say this: at no point, <laughs> what you're dealing with was a people that were displaced. They decided this was our land; it's rightfully ours. They were commissioned and given money to fight for it. They won it from the people that were already there and occupy it. It's simple as that. This conflict isn't as complicated as people think it is. Does just because it isn't, it's very black and white. It's just hard to fix. Doesn't mean yeah. that the conflict is hard. When they were basically overrun, overtaken. There, there is no Palestinian stronghold. There is no Palestine. They're not recognized as a state. Nope. They are in an open air prison, told when they can come in, when they can go out, how much water they get a day, how expensive their electricity is. They have little to no power over themselves. Yep. Period. End of story. They don't have elected officials. It's horrifying. And dude. this is the the and the main thing I will tell everybody that. The big moral of this story is um, 
killing a, killing a bunch of people and not living in harmony and doing everything you can just because of your stupid fairy tale storybook fuck off religion that doesn't really matter to the fucking physical world. This is the problem. It's not religion. Did you know they just hung a fucking Arab Jew? The Israelis did. They lynched him in the street. He was an Arab Jew. Yep. So... Like Jesus. Are they more Jesus upset was about Arab religion Jew. or are they more upset about, oh, I don't know, they might be Arab? Whether or not they're actually Feel upset me? about it, they use that as the religion. It's a holy war. These are holy lands we're fighting over. We have the rights to this. And because we had more money and we had more support, well, they it's got ours the world now. support. And obviously, we have a large military base known as Israel, like we said a couple yeah. weeks ago. Uh, there was an event called Kristallnacht that happened in Germany with the Jews where they broke all the windows to the Jewish businesses. And that's essentially what's happening Currently, as we speak in Gaza with the Palestinians, is yep. they're roaming the streets looking for people to beat up. It is absolute open fucking warfare and nobody's doing a goddamn thing about it. And as a matter of fact, all we can say as the U.S. is, oh, man, the, the Jewish people have a right to defend themselves. Well, That's all we can say. We can't say anything for the, Pal- the Palestinians can't defend themselves. Yeah, I think it goes further. Than, uh, there's American journalists that like, as you guys know, I get all my news from Twitter. Of course. <clears throat> so very reliable. There's a common refrain. Obviously, this went out in effects to a bunch of people um, where in you're saying that the Israelis are defending their country and they have the right to defend themselves. And the other side lives in their own sewage. Yeah. And that yeah. is a refrain that keeps coming up over <laughs> and over it's and over thing. again. Like these people are just savages that haven't been able to like deal with their own poop for fucking, mm. I don't know few thousand years because they're like, not allowed to have the infrastructure they're not know? allowed to do anything obviously things might be a little rough on these folks living in the settlements i mean like it's a yeah. crazy the, situation the who you know? says every human every person on the planet to survive needs a hundred liters of water a day yeah. to bathe to cook to clean to sanitize the palestinian people are giving 90 so israel is making sure they just give them just enough underneath what's humane yeah. um it's it's not okay. It's yes, you're right, Sean. It's not as simple as I'm stating it, but there is a clear abuse of power here. Yes. I think we can be honest. Speaking I think of abuses of power. Yeah, you're going to talk about a, your dick. It's time <laughs> to hear a word from our sponsor. The bathroom, a place where we should all feel safe. Yet, there are forces working to destroy your God-given American right to privacy. Element. The Last Latrine Tender. A story about a man who's always stood next to the woo man, taking a pee. But the man wasn't there. He's behind a computer. See, hold, hold on. Can we stop, what? guys? Like, okay. Like the ad? Bobby, I get what you're trying to do, but like, let me explain how comedy works, okay? What you're not understanding oh. about how comedy works okay. is, is that it's got to sort of be a little bit more realistic. Okay. At the same time, it can't wait, be so like. Wait, this Sean, is a little... slow down. I'm writing this down. I got to take it for my comedy memoirs. Keep going. No, this is fantastic. But, like, Keep I talking. Studied this shit. I, I actually... mean, I've been waiting for someone to step up and finally tell me how comedy works. Yeah, haven't you been? I've been wondering, Bobby. Have you? I mean, it's been a big. I mean, deal. Sean obviously knows how comedy works. So go on, please. I'm writing this down. All, all, all I'm saying is, is that like comedy's funnier when it's just real enough you can't be super surrealist and be like he's the you, you were just droning on about whoa did you say whoa man i mean i hate to break this to you sean but i'm reading your script <laughs> it's um, not it literally says whoa man and it's 
because So I Married an Axe Murderer is such a relevant reason, fucking commentary on American comedy. I agreed to do this shit, the type it the way that you wanted me to, is because you weren't listening. Let me explain it to you easier, okay? I'm directing this shit, okay? You are actors. Oh my god. I'm an artist. What is You happening? are just colors of paint. Do you understand? Uh, this podcast is a canvas. I'm the artist. You are fucking burnt sienna, and you are aquamarine, brother. You understand? What is... Okay. Honestly, Sean, I just think you're kind of one-dimensional. One-dimensional? I am intricate as fuck, you fuck! Oh, you're intricate? Really? Are you intricate like a puzzle or a fucking tennis bracelet? <laughs> So you guys missed it, but in, during the break, Bobby lost his keys, and he's going to be distracted. This is bad. They're here. The keys to the bunkie. If you want to be featured on the show and or you have Bobby's keys, please call or text us at <laughs> 970-426-5344. Or you can also reach us via email at whiskeyreel at gmail.com or message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at whiskeyreel. We also have a private Discord community if you don't want the fun to end after every week's episode. So hit us up for a link to that. First things first, retractions. I could hear Bustos crying in my head when I said Del the Funky Homo Sapien from the Living Legends twice, and that motherfucker was never in the Living Legends. And your boys did torch them, so your boys never torched Del. It's Hieroglyphics was the group I was was trying trying to to think of. I was trying to help. I I had mentioned Hiero earlier. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It dude, happens, next John. time just fucking go, dude, no, it's not living legends. You fucking <laughs> idiot. It's hieroglyphics. Fat shit. Cause I had to listen to it. I was trying to cut around it was at first <laughs> and I couldn't do it. I was like, can I re say hieroglyphics into my own microphone at home and try to get it in? <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah, apologies to my man, Dell. Yes, sir. So, you know, I put on here Denny's comments on Facebook because Denny, once he saw Bobby posted that we had our bingo card and he posted the image of the bingo card. And Denny supposed he's like, you know what I want to see is the like whiskey real impossible bingo. And you put things that never happen on the podcast. And those were all infinitely more hilarious than what we have on our own. But I say, fuck you, Denny. You told Bobby you were going to call into the podcast. You were going to leave a voicemail. If you want all that hilarity heard, you got to tell us in the voicemail. So I can give you an update on that. Um, He texted me no less than an hour ago. He just got off a hike. He lives in Del Norte now. Mm -hmm. You mean Del Norte? No, it's Del Norte. (laughs) Yep. No, Colorado. We say shit the way we want to say shit. You ever been to Buena Vista? (laughs) Buena. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Buena Vista? Buena Vista. Yes. Yes. Del Norte. Del Norte. Yeah. Right. Florida Road. Uh, that's the that's one they the one say that's right actually pronounced that everybody correctly. says wrong. Yeah, because Florida's pronounced it's contrarian. It's contrarian. It's contrary. It's just we are Colorado and look what we're doing. And speaking of contrarian, look how fucking cute we are. Speaking of contrarian, go on about Denny. So he told me that he had been on a hike uh, with his lovely wife, Meg. Aww. Love her so much. We call her Megalops. And uh He's like, dude, it was sorry. Like, I just got your text message, and you're gonna have to wait till next week for all of this hilarity. Okay, all right. That's uh, fair. But he did have some really, really funny contributions. So it's something for us to look forward Good. to. I believe next one week. of them was like, Sean doesn't give everyone the willies. Yeah, that, that was, was one definitely one. Aaron takes constructive criticism really well. <laughs> that one, I don't know. He takes it on air. He takes it really well. You know, and, and like I say, and I'll explain this. If Eric Repair or somebody wants to tell me about my business, I'll listen because they have more experience and are better than me. But if you're not, I don't need to listen to you. Yeah. That's my rule. 
Yeah. If, um, I, if I need to know about a spot-free wince for a fucking window, I'll talk to Denny. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so we got seven days to look for. Oh, seven I love days. It. I so love it. I can't wait. I can't wait. Put the goddamn squeegee down. Put your bubble gum away. And make jokes. <laughs> Put your bubble gum away, boy. Oh, yeah, he does like to show his ball meat. Yes, he does. He has been known to. He has. Okay. Sorry, Denny, put you on blast. <laughs> we got some Discord feedback. This comes from our friends uh, Gina G and Serendipity. So it's Serendipity, but spelled with Sarah because it's our friend Sarah. That's cute. It's like Serendipity. Yeah, I thought this was great feedback about last week's episode, so I had to share it. Gina G said, in quotes, you got to be on something to be a teacher because you can't be right in the head. Heard this as I was driving home from student teaching today and absolutely <laughs> lost it in my car. Love y'all's discussion regarding A Wrinkle in Time on this week's show, too. I've never read it, but it's one I need to pick up. Also, Flowers for Algernon will fucking wreck anyone. I, too, read that in middle school. That's oh. fair. And then yeah. Serendipity responded with, number one, she likes to list. She likes to make a list of numbers. Number one. Points. Number one. Hell yes, A Wrinkle in Time should absolutely be required reading, despite the Christianity. Mm. Two. Was Ratchet the word of the day? See, Sarah, this is how I know you're not listening because Aaron says it about six times every episode. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, that needs to be a square. Okay. A note of that. Uh, G4. And then she said, three, Bobby is right about reading to someone being super sexy. You don't even want to know how many times I've gotten off with my Audible subscription. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. Bobby was right. It's just jerking off with background sounds. That doesn't yeah. count, dude. Yeah, you're just diddling the Skittle while you read Vampire Diaries. It's not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or have someone read it to you. And in a weird transitive way, I just jerked off to that comment. Yeah, yeah. Just thinking about it. Sarah, who I've never met. Via, nope, never met via the transitive property. I was just uh, like, wow, I'm going to put my hand down my pants because you're just being so really vulnerable right now. <laughs> <laughs> what's number four? What's number four? What's number four? Oddly appealing. So yeah, read read to people. No, honestly, read that was my that, that was my pearl of wisdom, right? It was. You're yeah. like fucking read to people. Shit. I don't know what um, I'm doing well, this week. Rex serenades me by reading Black Twitter. Does that count? Yeah, that's bit. not quite a wrinkle in time. <laughs> right. Uh, but it's fucking great. Now, does she read it directly or is she like translating to you and saying it in words oh, dude, you can understand? I got an invite. You said that there's some new hey. slang that you don't get that's used on Twitter no, and it's spelled is, differently. It's not new slang. It's like deep, deep, deep slang. Like, unless you're part of the community, you have no idea what's possible. So it's nothing as innocuous as like it would have been like big split and shit like that like, that we all know. No, it's. It, it would have been like somebody saying the word Juneteenth to you 20 years ago. Oh, okay. You would have not known what the fuck was happening. So Bobby Bobby suggested that we watch this new movie with Joe Mangianello called uh, Arch Enemy. And so I did. I watched it last night. And uh, it was fun. I feel like they wanted more money. Now, this movie, it had so much more potential. I wanted to see it go so many more places. But it's a very independent project. So they did what they could. Like the animation could have been a little more refined. Can you give refined. us a synopsis of what it is? I'll let Bobby do that since you watched the whole thing and you've had more time to process the synopsis is very simple it's about a guy that existed in another dimension where in that dimension very superman like yeah he had superpowers mm -hmm. given to him um from different elements of this other dimension so he decided to start punching his way through dimensional portals and <laughs> like he, literally he literally punches punch his through way molecules through. right yeah yeah he's max fist yeah <laughs> so he punches through molecules that's who this guy was right mm -hmm. so he punches through into our dimension ends up on earth and thereby ends up being a homeless guy here because he has no more powers and all he does is go to the bar and get f drinks a bottle of whiskey shit, every day right. and just shoots the shit with everybody talking about how, how 
dope he used to be. It's, so it's like now, a where real... Where is he from again? Because he always <laughs> I says, can't remember the name of it. Starts with yeah. a C-H it starts or with something. A C. Yeah. I, I think I've met this guy, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just I've met saying. <laughs> um, so he ends up meeting this brother and sister... Uh, yes, the one, brother first, right? Because the brother... He meets the brother first. The brother's like an aspiring journalist where he wants to be like one of these new age video journalists where he has his own blog and he thinks that this guy who he assumes is just a nut bar, you know, that's not really from this dimension. He just thinks he is. And so he wants to follow him around and essentially create a blog around mm. it. But at the same time, his sister's the one who's the breadwinner. And his sister's... Well, Tied up with all these drug dealers, yeah. one of the played by fucking Glenn Howerton, and nobody plays a fucking sociopath better than Glenn Howerton. He does a great job from, in this uh, movie. from yeah, from it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Nice. Um, okay, let's start now. Go, now, do we tell him? Do we? Is that enough? Do you think? Or? I mean, I, I think that's enough for the synopsis. I mean, the, so, essentially, what you're dealing with is it becomes a buddy movie in a weird way. Um, yeah, or, and, and kind of a hero cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. He yep. he he. Gets thrust into um, I can't remember her name. I remember Hamster is the young brother. Yeah, it um, is. I can't remember her name. But I'm anyways. finding it because it's a dope name. It's like Violet or yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and she's super good. She's great in the movie. Uh, and Indigo. Sorry, Indigo. I was close. <laughs> That's right. He gets involved with her dealings with these uh, you know kind of back channel shithead gangsters, mm-hmm. and his powers start to. I don't know, like, like kind of emerge. Like you start okay. to see like, oh, slightly. okay. Yeah. You're still slightly. thinking that it's possible he's actually just crazy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Because he's just a homeless asshole. And, mm-hmm. you know, but by the way, Joe Manganiello, I've, I've never thought in my life is a good actor, but I don't think he's a bad actor. Mm-hmm. And he was definitely not a bad actor in this movie. I thought he, he carried this performance really, really well. And I think had they chosen someone else with a little less... Gravitas, yeah, um, it, it wouldn't have worked at all. And I, the bone struck, like the guy yeah. looks like he, when he's in his getup for homeless stuff, you can't really tell. But in real life, Joe Man was just fucking built jacked. like a brick shit house. Yeah. That guy forever. He was a, you know, who he's married to, right? Yeah, it's uh, Sophia. Yeah, Sofia Sofia Vergara. Who they're gonna make beautiful? Movies. Not a bad pull. Not yes, a bad pull. No, um, the, yeah, he's got forty eight. Abs, one hundred and fifty-seven abs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, first time I ever saw him was that yeah. show that Bobby never watched. I guaranteed, but uh, I loved it until it got bad. Called True Blood. He played oh, like yeah. the wolf. He played the werewolf guy. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's he's first actually few seasons of True Blood were good, man. I dug he it. He is going to be playing what now in Suicide Squad too? Uh, is he being because he was he showed up at the end of Deadshot? Justice League as Deadshot? Yeah. And then they in the after credits, and then in the new one they used a different version of after he's credits. A, he's one of those. He's one of those guys that obviously he got he got cast and stuff because he's this big, giant, shredded, good looking man. Yeah, you know. But I mean, yeah, he actually kind of can. He's do funny. His craft. Do you remember? You know what my favorite performance and of he his DMs is? And How he I D- Met Your Mother. No, it's when he played himself in uh, Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Yes, that's right. Where like oh, he yeah. befriends Pee Wee, and he's like, "Joe Manganiello's my friend," and he yeah. invited me to his birthday, and it's all trying to get to Joe Manganiello's birthday. I remember that's the whole that. Movie. That is hilarious. Manganiello is that no, Manganiello? Manganiello. Manganiello. Oh, that's yeah. why. Um, but but he also is famously. We got to put that on the bingo square too. for sure. Um, anybody says famously. Um, 
He's also famously brought D and D back into being cool again. Yep, he's like he's he's, he's uh, the DM for this huge celebrity D and D thing that he hosts, and has now brought in like big names to go and fucking do campaigns with, which is kind of fucking cool. Yep. I don't know, man. For me, I'm, I'm a dork with that shit. But I mean, if you're I in the world cool. and you were actually like so bored with like, I don't know, fucking starlets and and Sophia Vergara doing yeah. the best cocaine in the world and Sophia Vergara. Sophia Vergara. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, though? Did like, I mention just having an outlet like that where you're... It's kind of cool, right? Like you understand why like celebrities that are in that world get into like underground poker games. Yeah. Because right. it's like, I need something Stay- to make my dick hard. Well, think a little about bit. it. To be good at D&D is acting. You, If you yep. really have fun with that game, it requires you to take on the persona of the character. It helps. Like, not everybody does it that way. But you can imagine a room full of actors playing. I mean, it's the most gratuitous masturbation sequence of events it I is. could ever but imagine. It's so fun but it's got to be fucking yeah. cool. Like, I'm like, God, man, I wish I can get in that room. And oh, come. yeah. Could you just like Toby Maguire fucking? Yeah, he's like, he's, <laughs> the, like, he's the. I am Sir Teratops. I am the fucking. The fucking yeah, <laughs> dude, totally. Yeah. I am a half elf. And fucking, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, I'm a half elf. Arch Enemy, uh, I'd say check it out. There was some issues. I had a couple issues with it. My main problem was... Was it a good movie when it was resolved? I don't need to know the ending, but was was it satisfying? It's good. It's fun. But there were like little things. Now, this guy's this guy's a pretty much a visionary. Adam Egypt Mortimer. I liked what he did when I read up on some of the things about like what the colors mean and what this really means. Uh, like right. all the subtext and stuff. I was like, oh, a couple more viewings. I'll probably get that more. But some of the way that the structure of the movie yeah. was like to open up with the animation. That's just OK for like a good five minutes before you. I honestly thought it was going to be an animated. Movie. I was like, oh, I didn't realize this was an animated movie. I feel like setting up him as the homeless guy first, then cutting to that animated stuff, then cutting back would have helped me understand and appreciate the story a little more. So there's little structural things, but overall the performance was good. Fucking Paul Shear. Oh, when he as the crazy drugged out guy with the barbed wire tattoo around his head, just sending it, doing like the most extra performance possible dude that was funny there's a, there's a, the sum of all of its parts is greater than the, the so whole. so now, i really liked a lot of a lot of it so sean knows comedy now and now he knows art okay that's he knows great. comedy he and knows, now he and knows filmmaking sci-fi. okay that ad came from real shit i mean we <laughs> we dramatized that but that's pretty much what happened during our writing meeting last night where i was like listen <laughs> guys good. let me I, let me explain comedy no break quick. it down brother break it down i i would wrap it up just saying i think it's a watch um, okay, I'm gonna it's a watch. I mean, it's streaming. It's not like Great. you're renting yeah, it yeah, on yeah. Amazon or whatever. Like, just I, I, I don't even remember where it's streaming. Um, no, it's I'm on Prime, it, I think. I think it's on Prime. Yeah. Prime. So if you got Prime, watch it. It's fun. I mean, it's, everybody has Prime. It's not gonna blow your skirt up. It's not gonna change your life. No, it's fun. But it's fun. Like Boss Level was. Fun. I love that. Show. Well done. I, you can I love do movies a like that. Blu-ray of that. Those two movies. Put them together and be like, there you go. For fact, I'm gonna go see a brainless movie tonight with Rex. Nice. That'll be uh Chris Chris Rock's. Spiral. Oh yeah, the um, the new Saw movie, yeah. kind of. Yeah, but I it liked, looks dope. I like good things. The, the, yeah, it's supposed to be Saw kind of reimagined. He's a huge fan of the franchise and has basically funded the entire. He process funded it. Of he this. directed it. Yeah. Right? Or he wrote. Right. I think. It? I think he's executive producer and starring in it. It's like his baby, and it's but, like his vision of like the Saw, uh, tri- like the 
universe. And I did look sounds. Dope. I mean, the sequels are terrible, but there's like there's always cool good parts. kills. There's good there's kills. There's always good kills. And there's fun <laughs> little story things they did. I honestly thought the first saw was great, you know, but it. you know, I loved it. It could have it was a very independent movie. The next ones get kind of get shitty, but then the very last one they did was dope. Jigsaw. It was just called Jigsaw. Yeah. That one was outstanding. Dude, they always the the premise to those movies suck always practically. But yeah. the fucking the, the 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 fucking visionary killing that they do, like how they get people, it's always satisfying if you yeah. like dumb shit like that. But uh, so Bobby, Sean, you saw Yasuke, right? I did. I actually watched. Uh, I watched the first episode of Yasuke. That's Yasuke. I keep wanting to say Yasuke, but they keep pronouncing it Yasuke. That's it. because they're speaking it properly. I know. So I keep but saying Yasuke because I'm such a dick like that. I'm always like, you need to pronounce that properly. Whatever, dude. Yeah, yeah you gotta you say that. Uh, sorry, it's it's, it's Del Norte. Fremur. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed it. Bingo. It's uh, it's super cool. It's like I can see how some people probably will think it drags because these kinds of stories drag. They're supposed to. They're supposed to be a little more mindful. You're supposed to have moments where you're you yourself as the audience are being introspective about what you've just seen, what you've just heard. Um, so while it's slow in certain parts, I'm really looking forward to watching the rest of it. And I just the story when I started reading up on the story of the real black samurai back in the 1500s, yeah. I was like, this is fucking fascinating. Yeah, it was an int- it's a very I mean, obviously, it has nothing to do with that. Yeah, but it's a great jumping off point premise wise. Bobby, did you watch it? Did you watch? Oh, uh, no, no, you haven't. It, yeah. But so, you know, what? Well, let's talk back about it once you can. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I know. Know that you have it. as much of an affinity for samurai content and anime stuff as us. But Bobby, what I want from you, because I haven't ventured into this realm, both of you guys said that you watched The Bad Batch finally. You started yes. watching The Bad Batch. Started. And started. I'm not a Clone Wars guy, so I didn't feel like I had to watch it. So sell me on this shit. Sell me this pen. Well, I'll sell you in this in this way. Like it's obviously it's it's very much a continuation of the Clone Wars. It's in the spirit of not just the Clone Wars, but like Rebels. I think they're trying to, they're building an alternative, not an alternative, uh, just a, a, a side universe that goes along with everything big mm-hmm. that's going on. And they're and, and it seems like to me they're filling in like the blanks. So we like fan suggested blanks. Well, I'm not not just that, but we had this moment where they announced that. All of this shit's not canon. So it's like, oh, okay, so let's rebuild the canon. Let's rebuild mm. the EU. In our, you know what I mean? And yeah. and I think that's a big part of what this show is going and to be. And by the EU, the, every, if you guys are not initiated, the EU before the Disney merger, Disney bought Lucasfilm, was all the books counted as canon. Everything that yes. was in a novel counted as even the comic books counted as canon. And then when they started doing the new trilogy, they said, sorry, ignore all that. Yeah, exactly. So you lost a lot of characters that people freaked out about, like General Thrawn. The twins. Obviously, being the big ones. The I twins. am so pissed that and we're the never twins, they, the twins. The, the twins have never been revisited. Jaina and not Jada? Yet. Jane, not yet. What is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Not, like I can't remember. But not yet. They haven't been revisited as of yet. Um, but in this show, I think they're just going to continue the Clone Wars. But we're talking about this little offshoot group. <laughs> um, which is really fun. I mean, it's, fu- it's so cool. It's kind of wild bunchy. Very. Yeah. See, this is That's like magnificent. This is like it. magnificent seven shit. Yeah. Like they they introduce all these clones and what is it? Squadron ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or hey, for a, for newer people that need a newer reference, Inglorious Bastards. While it is very anti Nazi, is really what it's about. It's also the that dynamic of let's get this ragtag group of people together exactly. to complete these missions or this mission. They got that all from those super, westerns. Super tropey, but 
so enjoyable. Now, I'm not as initiated as Bobby is, or maybe even you, by virtue of the Star Wars EU. I don't know shit about um, Clone Wars. I've seen so, like the first half of the first season. So taking it from almost like a layman perspective and watching it just for the pure pleasure of watching it, it is hyper watchable. It Sweet. is super fun. The characters that they introduce are very relatable. There's the big dumb strong guy and the smart tech guy and the this guy and the you know what I'm big saying? Big dumb strong guy, tech guy, and then uh mouthy comedy relief. There that's it is. you. Perfect. <laughs> um but there's like the guy that's the sniper, and then yeah, there's yeah, the yeah. and it's so cool and it's really they 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 stick to their tropes and I couldn't enjoy who's it their, more who's their de facto like every a lot of those movies had like the, the old cowboy movies they had the one native american who was part of the troop so who's the one guy who would be like um well there's a guy named tech mm-hmm. who never takes off his mask uh, okay and i there's think he like would be like the outcasty kinda. guy and then there's an, another dude that's basically 80 percent machine yeah oh. and he's like a cy- the cyborg of the group and is then it darth vader just hiding yeah exactly like no, undercover boss and then there's a guy named crosshair and he's got like a crosshair scar on his eye yeah. and he's the sniper like but it's so it's so like juvenile but it so hits and scratches all the itches nice it, it, it's yeah. super super fun it, it it keeps to the yeah like like aaron was saying it keeps to that star wars tradition of star of uh, samurai tropes yeah. yeah okay and it's it, it, it's been all the fun. western and again i've only watched like the first episode so i'm not like me too. Full on yeah, entrenched too, in this, but I but I'm excited about it. Like I'm actually sweet. You know, I, I watched Clone Wars years ago. Yeah. Um but I, then you watched the new season, right? I watched a ton of Rebels. Okay. Uh I heard great which, things about Rebels. Rebels is super fun. It's very it, it, it's geared towards the kind of the YA crowd, yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, but it reintroduces this is again goes back to my original point. You know, Rebels reintroduced a lot of characters like General Thrawn. Yep. You know, which is like a huge a. part of the. E- I mean, huge. And, and they mentioned him in yeah. Mandalorian, so he's going to be. What's her name? Uh, uh, um, Rosaria Dawson. Yeah, Rosaria Dawson's new show is going to be. Uh, Sokatano show? Sokatano is going to deal with General Thrawn, and that's Dope. going to be super One of the cool. stellar days. I really love the integration that's going on with these animated shows that they keep coming forth. And how they're going to can like build them into these Disney Plus uh, spinoff shows, like the Boba Fett's coming up, Ahsoka yeah. right, right, right. coming up. Um, but I mean, I mean, just getting Bo-Katan, yeah, you know what I mean. In the Mandalorian, like she's a he- that was a huge part, amazing, huge and part the of casting Star Wars. Was right? So perfect, Katie Sackoff. Well, was she a was perfect. Cast. She was Bo-Katan. She in was the, the voice in the, in the original series. Yeah, and but you know what? Voice actors don't always. They go like, "There's a reason you're a voice actor." Some yeah, of them Jake. are like 800 pounds. Yeah, I can Jake. tell you that when Bo-Katan pulls her helmet off in whatever episode hey, of The Mandalorian that was, Bobby, um, it shifted. Yeah, I mean things moved. Bobby got a Battlestar Galactica boner. <laughs> gold, gold, gold. <laughs> did you? St- Katie Sackoff was in Battlestar Galactica. Did you Stefani all over yourself? A uh, oh, little no. bit. <laughs> I, I squirted. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> That's not pee, Bobby. <laughs> All right. So, Bobby, I will watch The Bad Batch. You guys have convinced me. It's I'll start awesome. watching The Bad Batch. And I, like White. you said... I love that it used to be unheard of. You had an animated thing that was connected to a property, but never shall their cannons actually intertwine. And they don't give a fuck anymore. They're like, what people really want is everything to have to do with everything else. Everything else. Yep. And that's and why this I is going to. This so is... I can't wait for Luke Skywalker to accidentally get shot through some kind of fucking thing and have to fight Galactus. I'm waiting for all the crossovers with all the Disney products. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, now after the ACLU reached out to us, we are going to get to... American music time. 
I, no, I, I. No, oh, that's no, we're not we doing that we anymore. We can't do that anymore. Oh, sure. No, that's a cease and desist, my no. friend. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. It's a cousin speed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Aaron, tell me about your fucking song, way. Oh my god, dude, it's so bad. I did, why uh, did we all turn into slowpoke, Rodriguez? That's not because cool. he was one of my. Is favorite he the most characters? racist character of all of the mm. that era? Well, mm. aside from the heckle and jekyll. Okay, so there was a plethora <laughs> oh of so unbelievably. Bad. I'll say this: I, I don't like the word racist. Okay, I will say that those characters are all highly racially insensitive. <laughs> there you oh, go. Okay, they were not aware. They're they, not very self-aware. Nobody was aware back then. Characters. Have you seen Jerry Lewis do but yes. a uh, person from China? Oh yeah, that's okay. Great. Yeah. I've yeah, seen or fucking Breakfast at Tiffany's. What's his face? Does uh, Mickey well, Rooney? Oh yeah. my God, Mickey, Mickey Rooney. Rooney. That was ridiculous. Yeah. It's bad. We used to have that. Used to happen pretty uh, regular in American pop culture, and now we're just like dealing with the repercussions and the blowback of that. Wherein you're never going to see Slowpoke Rodriguez, <laughs> who is a <laughs> great character, fucking hilarious <laughs> so character, funny. so funny. Oh. I'm sorry, cousin of Speedy. <laughs> no, and honestly, Aaron, guess what? It doesn't matter that, yes, there are plenty of people that act and talk exactly that way. It is that a white person did that voice. That's the only problem. I it think can, there's if, a problem if, with if, the overall If sentiment. someone who is Latin American wants to do <laughs> their own racist caricature of themselves, sure. everybody's fine with it. Yeah. George yeah. Lopez. Yeah, George Lopez's entire um, career. <laughs> so... There's a gentleman named Jake Hole. Um, Jay, not Jake Hole. Like you're a Jake Hole. It's J. Period. <laughs> Cole. That. Um, I. It just came to mind. Um, this guy's been doing this for a long time. We all know Jake Hole. We all know Dreamville. Uh, he's kind of a, a very prolific uh, auteur in hip hop. It's so weird. This new album just dropped. The album's called Off Season. Okay. People have been waiting for this album for a very long time. He's been talking about it for a very long time and how much work he's putting into it. He seems like he just locked himself into a studio for years. And you know what I'm saying? It's one of those where he was just mining for gold. He's been talking about how difficult the album's been just because he's every he wants every little twist and turn to be killer. Uh, and so we've been waiting and waiting and waiting. This album dropped... And um, man, was I impressed. Uh, It's everything that I was hoping for. It feels like a comeback album for him. It feels like he took a couple albums off a little bit. And I don't want to say that in a bad, disrespectful way. Very talented man. Makes his own beats. Very uh, skilled MC. Very, very much so. I chose this song off the album. um, And apparently it was released before as an EP a year ago. Last year, July last year. Um, I did not know that. I'm not like, I'm not such a, I'm not like a J. Cole fan like I am some other people um, Mm -hmm. in hip hop. Um, So, but I chose this track just because of the lyricism on it. Mm -hmm. They're fire. uh, Very, they, they feel like they should have been made. In May of 2021, uh, they sound extremely timely. The production is super slick and well done. I hope this stops all the J. Cole hate because there's been a lot of hate on this guy that he's like washed out and he's 36. He's too old. 36. Well, in hip hop, that's 150 in hip hop years. Oh, yeah. So you got to survive. right? You know, um, with all the trap killings. And by, like, I know, right? most and of them, I know. the average is going down. Yeah, exactly. Um, every day, it seems to there. Stay to the end of the episode after the glass breaks to listen to one of the funniest videos to explain what my feelings are about J. Cole as well. Uh, 
This is absolute fire. I'm so happy you knocked it out of a part out of the park. Um, I know this is gonna be the album to start summer. Feels like it. Ooh. This is gonna be banging and bumping a lot of cars across uh, Hot Churl Summer. It's hot churl summer. <laughs> um, listen to this and go cop off season. It's gonna be worth your time, I promise. Everything come back around full circle. Why do lies sound pleasant, but the truth hurtful? Everybody gotta cry once in a while. But how long will it take for you smile? This is that come back to life shit. My niggas pick me up and we gon' light the city up as if the sun had the night shit. And paint the town red for my nigga found dead too soon. Yeah. To the left of that decimal, I need seven figures to play the joint. Turn up your decibels, peepie decimator joint. Take on my pride. You're right. Lyricist. And you know what I love? I love that it's not a comeback. It's not, he's not saying comeback. It's a climb back. Like you say comeback and that doesn't put enough respect Word. on it as climb back. I had to crawl. I had to pull. I he had to climb. F- he feels like he's getting to a point of his career where he knows where he's at. He knows what he has to live up to. He's got a hundred million in the bank. He's achieved everything he needs to achieve as an artist. And now this is where he has to solidify his place in hip hop lore by putting out something where he can go, yeah, I made the money. I did that. I fucked all the hoes. I did that. But listen to this. Um, This is my magnum opus. This is this is this is where I hit my stride and Sweet. did my art. Um so I got I got nothing but respect for this album. No, that's it, a great track. And there's some bangers on that was actually more of the nerdy side of it, but there's some like fire trap out shit. It's fucking dope, dude. I, I, just J. Cole was actually brought to my attention by an ex girlfriend back in the day. And uh she get it? Yeah. Can anybody tie that together? Back in the day with Bessie May. <laughs> <laughs> um, she introduced me to J. Cole and I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, but it's never been something that's like, uh, like, like, like really like planted a seed with me. Dude, mm. it's so funny you said that. Rex said to me, I've heard of him and I couldn't name a song. Couldn't. Wow. Yeah. And he's very polarizing in black community. Really? Like it's a love or hate thing with J. Cole. And it's a lot of the younger. Is kids. there reasons for that? They don't by get the it. Way? Is I just anything think his that he style did, like a story about him or something that not at all. Polarized I, think, I just think his style of hip hop, the kids that are listening to like, you know, King Vaughn and 21 Savage and guys like that. Um, you know, not to say that was the most current, but you know what I'm saying? Um, that style of kind of music, they're not, they look at J. Cole and that style of rap as being old people rap. Yeah, he doesn't play ball. Not not to that extent. Not He's to not going to talk. Yeah. Old people rap. No, seriously. I mean, a lot of the younger kids, if you know, if you don't got 16 face tats, they're not trying to hear you, you know? Anyway, Bobby. Bobby I'm going you... a different direction. <laughs> oh, really? You Slightly. don't say. Uh, <laughs> there was a band. Tell me. Back in the early 90s by the name of Caius. <laughs> We may or may not have. This is probably a bingo square eventually, too. Is like Bobby mentions Caius. Uh, Caius was, uh, um, I mean, there was a few different people, but Nick Olivieri, Brant Bjork, Josh Holm, who famously went on to form Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. And with done Nick some other, originally. With right? Nick originally. Yeah. Um, and uh, John Garcia was also the vocalist of Caius. Um, and then there was a couple of different uh, bassists other than Nick Olivieri, like uh, Scott Scott Reeder being the most mm. pro- uh, prolific. Actually, probably did more Kaya songs than Nick, Nick did, ultimately. Um, but anyways, they're a Palm Spring group. They created a genre 
which yeah. that doesn't happen very often. You just create an entire new genre of music, and obviously you're drawing from other things. You're yeah. drawing from Sabbath and mm. Foghat and so much, yeah. all these other different bands. Now, there's four bands mm. in this genre. So let's not get crazy, but they did create a genre. <laughs> they created a genre. Yes. There's way, I know, I'm kidding. way more than four bands in the genre. But anyways, who who cares? So they've gone through all these different like side projects and legal battles. And when Caius broke up, uh, Josh Holm adopted the rights to the Caius name. And so the guys wanted to come back and do a version of it without without Josh, and they called it Caius Lives. And then Josh sued them, and they had to change their name to Vistachino. And then they've all gone off and done, like, different side projects, like Brant Bjork does his own solo stuff. And, okay. You know, uh, John Garcia did Unita. You know, like, there's just a lot of different stuff that's gone on in this whole world. So this is a brand new thing. It's called... <laughs> Stoner. 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 There's umlaut. There's an umlaut. Above the There's o. an umlaut above the, uh, above the O in Stoner. I don't know how exactly you're supposed to say Stoner. that. Stoner. Um, now, I'm not going to say this is a groundbreaking song. This is not breaking any new Stoner rock territory. This is very much a throwback to exactly what I used to listen to back when I was in college. I loved every second of it. And so when I hear it now, it just makes me feel warm and cozy. And uh, it's just like a pot pie. You just want to drink a natty light and smoke some shitty weed. A little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what saying. Um, well, let's then, wrap ourselves in a nostalgia. Blanket. Let's do it. What's the song called? It's called Nothing. This is like background music. It's just, it goes, it would keep me going. I like the rhythm of it. I like it, but like something about Caius and all this shit, the Stoner Rock thing was, it's lost on me. Like, and I'm going to say it. That's why I'm not going to like give up too much of an opinion on it because it's just, it's not for me. You have to contextualize this music. Um, when, when they first started doing this stuff, they were out in the Palm Desert. Yeah. Uh, doing what they call generator parties where they would just gather trucks around a big, huge open area, mostly sand. And fire up generators and fire up their trucks and shine lights in the center. And like, you know, 300 people would just roll in and they would just start putting on shows. Sweet. And so when you're doing this down tuned E fucking like trudgy, sludgy fucking version of metal and you're just out in the middle of nowhere and the sound is just like I, I can imagine that as a pretty visceral sensation yeah and having seen some of these stoner type bands live i can tell you it's it's intense i mean and it gets people really really going because yeah. it's, it's just a steady fucking version of fucking kicking you in the ass fucking riff it's riff a, riff it's a trip because i've been to those i performed it a couple um, with my band and fucking uh, that, because in wide open space, Palm Desert, obviously it's a desert, right? There ain't shit to do. That's why these kids do this. But uh, there's a weird energy in a desert. Like if you've ever been to a desert, it's this weird kind of wisdom energy. So that trudgy plodding along shit fits with the energy of a desert. And it's hard to explain unless you kind of are in a desert. You should almost listen to Caius in a desert. It would make sense. Well, I've been and to then, Burning Man and it was uh, different desert. Uh, 
worst people. Bur- Burning Man um, people, so uh, Burning Man people are not. Human are you part of the family? <laughs> they're such um, garbage. They're the worst. <laughs> um, but no, I can attest to that. Like that feeling of really loud music in a wide open space. It doesn't travel as far as you think. Like you're isolated almost. And uh-huh. then you have the lights shining in on you. And then you have typically a bonfire where people literally bring furniture and will just. It turns into a 10-foot See, they never allow that at Burning Man um, because those fumes would be bad for the environment. Yeah, and, I, and I've seen like videos of these guys out there where like they would just they would pile furniture in an abandoned swimming pool. Oh yeah. Some old palm oh, yeah. desert fucking mansion that got you know just just torn apart. Wow. They would just fill the 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 swimming pool up with everything yeah. they could find. Yeah, and yeah. just light it all on fire. Yeah, like it's and a bowl, man. Play a concert. I mean, it was kind of a cool scene. I mean, it was cool like very very cool scene. Um, it's a it it's a specific scene. It was it was it was heavily <laughs> fueled by beer, meth, and cocaine, and a. Tons of cocaine yeah. and tons of weed. I mean, that's and what they did. And mushrooms. Like, we read shroom and go play sure. out in the desert. And that's, that's transcendent. Transcendent, my yeah. friend. I've always wanted to do shrooms and go to Joshua Tree like all the L.A. cats. But if you're interested in any to. stoner rock stuff, I'm the guy to talk to. Hit me up on the Discord. I will yeah. like point you in the direction of some really cool bands. Truck Fighters being my Truck oh, Fighter number one all-time favorite. Fuck yeah. Even more than I love Caius, I love Truck Fighters. They are the greatest cool fucking, fucking three-piece band I've ever heard in my life. Was it named after the kid from uh, Pet Cemetery? No, nope. he lost that fight. He lost that fight. Uh, <laughs> Gage? 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 lost that took time. the L yeah he he planted his feet he clenched his fists <laughs> and yep. he got murdered and he ended up in the pet cemetery <laughs> but he got the last word uh, he really did he, yeah. did did he? It depends on the version right yeah, I never that old read man. it never read it he killed oh, you better he not killed go Herman Munster he killed Herman Aya shouldn't go up that road Aya Aya I can't even begin dude the main accent that main accent those people are crazy Aya so um Anywho, so uh, that, that was that was fun though, Bobby. That was fun. I liked it. It was a nice change of pace. We've been crushing hip hop lately. Yes, sir. And that reminds me that it's time for us to clutch our pearls of wisdom. Ring. I'll go first. Yeah. Mine's I just stole. Uh, I found this. Uh, I'm going to just start reading memes that I post into the um, Discord because I find cool that shit. you want to see. In- yeah, just no, no. See, it's never that. <laughs> I never want to do anything that's that innocuous. Like the one that I did that was like, "Bitch, you are a fan." From last week was one of those two. This one I saw yesterday and it spoke to me because I was like, "Holy shit!" This is kind of how I feel about people. I hate small talk. I want to talk about atoms, death, aliens, sex, magic, intellect, the meaning of life, faraway galaxies, the lies you've told, your flaws, your favorite sense, your night, your insecure. Wait, what keeps you up at night? Your insecurity and fears. I like people with depth who speak with emotion from a twisted mind. I don't want to know, quote, what's up. Like, I don't want small talk. Usually when I meet that somebody. Sounds like Pukowski. We'll do some small talk, but then I'm just like, tell me the thing that scares you the most. And it's probably the same thing that scares me the most. Failure. I would I would agree with that, man. That is my biggest fucking bugaboo about being out anywhere. Is my big one of my biggest fears bumping into people I know that I have nothing to say anything to. Because I feel like I have to manufacture a conversation. Or that won't say anything. It's uncomfortable. Well, not even I just don't want to engage in somebody. Because honestly, I know you don't care about what I'm doing and I don't care about what you're doing. So I don't I don't need to engage you to talk about one shared experience we might have had 15 years ago. Like, remember that one time when we drove yeah. in a car and 
got that Fuck. thing and I don't want to hear about it again. It's really just punishing to me. It, it does. It gives me almost anxiety attacks yeah. when I have to do that. And if you have trouble, like there's, and that's the thing. I don't like the people that you could tell are just playing everything super guarded. I'm not going to tell anybody anything really personal. I'm going to sit here and almost like a surgeon with their small talk and try to keep everything about what's happening now and everything mm-hmm. just hard. either they've got all the skeletons or they've got a shitload of trauma and you know god bless their heart if that's if it's the latter i don't want to say that you need to but stay the fuck at home and go to you got virtual therapy sessions because we want to talk about deep shit and you know what if you need some help i'll tell you right now cocaine introduced into the situation will make everybody get deep so well if you got, that or if you got makes- a job that doesn't test you Try it out. Or it just gives you the best small talk ever. Sure. <laughs> I want to talk about UFOs and butt stuff. Uh, let me explain fucking comedy to you guys real quick. Okay? Let me explain you how it works. I got this idea for a business. Hear me out. 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 Uh, Bobby. So this is less of a pearl of wisdom than it is sort of a mea culpa, which hmm. is not a retraction, but uh, an apology. And yesterday I had kind of a rough moment and I lashed out big time on my compadre. I didn't feel like you lashed out that hard. El Producto. Uh, <laughs> I didn't feel like you were lashing out at me. I thought you were just mad at the situation. I was, I was mad at the situation. So if you guys are regular listeners, you know, I talked last week about this this woman that I am dating in a kind of a long distance kind of situation. She had a really rough day yesterday and she sent me a... And she'll hear this. And she sent me a Marco Polo video pretty much telling me that um, she thought it'd be best if we would like take a beat and like just go back to being friends or whatever. And I was like, well, I've never been your friend. Like, like I don't know how we go back to that. But like, <laughs> and by the way, I, I, I wasn't being very honest to myself and I wasn't being very understanding of her situation because she went through a really hard time yesterday and I kind of know where she was coming from and I get it. So what I did instead was that I told Sean that he was a miserable piece of shit and (laughs) that he betrayed me and that he did everything he could to undermine my future relationships. (laughs) Because of the clip. The clip we shared was you talking about her. The clip set me off a little bit. Yeah, because I... and. Full disclosure, I had sent like a text about like the clip I thought we should play and we agreed on it, but it was a misunderstanding and it was nothing malicious. There was nothing intentional. That's my fuck up because I was like, oh, yeah, when you go back and read it, it does kind of say we should do John's voicemail and the lead up to it. And in my head, I was like. The part just before the voicemail, which was all about that, and I yeah, thought it was yeah. really funny. So. Yeah, and it actually was funny, and it was, and then honestly had nothing to do with what was going on between she and I. Nothing. Nothing to do with it. And so anyways, she and I, uh, we worked it out. We talked last night for a good long time, and we both shed a couple of tears and said a lot of apologies and uh, kind of got back to an understanding about, like, because, you know, it's a tough situation, like being in a long distance yeah. kind of thing. It's not the easiest thing in the world. Especially when you're both kind of fresh out of long-term stuff. Exactly. Exactly. And that was really where her stuff was being um, – kind of kind of brought on from was was the fact that she was dealing with an ex and some stuff that had yeah, happened yeah, between yeah. the two of them. Into that. Yeah, yeah. Her benefit. Of course, let's, let's for her skim. benefit. But just saying that it, that kind of uh, got transferred to me a little bit mm. and that happens. I mean, we yeah. all do it. 
And so anyways, it's all worked out. So I guess if there was a pearl that came out of this is like, hey, maybe don't fucking overreact to the first fucking thing that happens and tell your best friend that he's a giant piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't be wrong, though. It's like you shouldn't tell me it hurts, but like you're not wrong. Yeah. So, Bobby, it wasn't what you said. It was how you said it. Yes. Everything you said to Shaw was correct. Yeah. A hundred percent. But it was how you said it. But I was just like, <laughs> fuck you, though. <laughs> and how did I handle it? Did I Dude, did I go nuclear back I, at him I, like usual? I'm gonna, I'll, I'll By the interject. Way, that should be your pearl of wisdom. And I'll interject. Ah, I was going to wait. I'll interject. Well, he already gave his. I'll interject and say, I could not have been more proud. Sean famously in the show goes zero to 100. That's kind of his persona. He usually is the guy to go from... You know, this to like smashing your orbital bone. Like there's never not a lot of not a lot of lead up. He's kind of like an electric car. There's no torque. He just hits the gas and it goes. And much to his credit, he has grown over the years. Um, he never took the bait and uh, basically never responded to Bobby with anything other than understanding and patience. So I, I oh my god, I'm so sorry. I was defensive you were, a little you, bit. You were defensive a little bit. I was like, you literally bit, told me to pick that clip, and no, you're like, but no, dude. I, I didn't read that as defensive. I thought you were literally explaining the situation. Because in my head, I went, wait, you picked it when I was reading it. And then that's all you said. I didn't read it as defensive, personally. Yeah. No, normally you would have been like, I hope your fucking brother's mom gets cancer. Exactly. And she fucking kills him. Yeah. <laughs> gr- <laughs> I hope you grow a cervix just so you can get cancer of it. Um yeah, I think I, I've said that exactly. You've probably have. To. Yeah, yeah I think I'm so. growing. Yeah, and what, the thing you were trying to tell me, like the <laughs> you can church it up however you want, be like Sean's kind of. Uh, let's how do we explain? It's called moderate to severe anger management issues. Let's sure, just sure, be sure. clinical. Oh about no, it. you're a psychopath. Um, <laughs> no, they're but, psychopaths. Are de- <sighs> let me explain fucking psychology. Uh, oh, let me. Okay, <laughs> so we've got comedy, <laughs> art, and psychology. We're learning a lot this week. Um. <laughs> uh, that being said, I've got kind of a mea culpa, not really to you guys, but to Rex, because um, I have to realize that sometimes I'm a fucking asshole. Um, I, I should not be allowed out in public sometimes. Um, I don't make good decisions sometimes. Um, and I do or say things that can bite me in the ass. And I've done that several times. And it's been not a good thing. And I, why I'm mentioning this is because I had to remind myself to continue to do work on my relationship. Good relationships need work. Bad relationships need more work, typically. But every relationship needs work. You got to put the work in. You get in what you, you, what you put in, uh, typically, out of most relationships. Um, it's very rare you get to nonchalantly just breeze through and everything works out. Typically, you got to stop. Uh, you know, patch up a crack in the wall, fucking address certain things that are happening. Sometimes I forget that because things are going well. And then an instance comes up that reminds you of something that might've occurred that still isn't gone necessarily. And so I go, and I know we've all been through this with women in our lives where you go, Oh my God. And in your mind, you're kind of like, why are you still upset about that? And then you're like, well, I guess that would make sense why you're still upset about yeah. that. I would be still upset about that. But you forget because we're creatures of wanting to move forward. Mm. And very rarely do we stop and turn around and look back and go, God damn it, I shouldn't have done that. But yeah, work at your relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, remember that just because the situation is over for you, it's not over for somebody else. Yeah. You don't have the a right 
to tell them what to stop feeling away yeah. about a certain thing. Yeah. Eventually, it's got to come to an end. You got to forgive people for things. If you're going to stick around, then you got to forgive them. Yeah. But uh, it's going to, it may take longer than it may take for you. So I've you stepped gotta, in that bear trap so many times. The, why are you so upset? I don't understand why you're upset. So that means you're not allowed to be upset. It's like right. kind of how it runs in our head. And then when oh, you yeah. say it out loud, you go, oh, that sounds so stupid. That sounds so dickish. Oh, I'll give you some space. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, Dude, yeah, because sometimes I will never fucking forgive a finger in my butt. I don't know. I just feel like we can maybe stop world hunger, find ways to stop killing. What? You know that new J. Cole just dropped, right? Duh, nigga. Anyway, we can find ways to stop world no, hunger. No, I'm just saying how'd stop. you like it? What, you mean how'd I love it, nigga? What are you talking about? It's a classic. What? A classic? How's it a classic? It just came out. What? Yeah, this nigga stupid. What are you talking about? Did you J Cole? Yeah. Jermaine. Yes. Cole. Yes. You talking about the one that just said I could put an M on your head? Now you Luigi, brother? Him? Yeah. Yes, him. Him. The real is back. The veil is back. Ninety-five South on the off season. J Cole. Yes. Friday Night Lights. J yes. Okay. Yeah. What are you talking about? Look at this nigga. He ain't never dressed like this a day in his life. Look at this nigga. He got his life together. I got my life together. What are you talking about? That's how it's a classic. Nigga got niggas really thinking and moving, nigga. That's how it's a classic. You must be one of them trolls, huh? No. Yeah, no. he a troll. He a troll. You one of them J. Cole boring. J. Cole too old. I mean, yes, the nigga is 36, but so is LeBron, and he's still hooping. He's still the best player. And ain't Drake like 34? Yeah, yeah, about to win artists of the decade. Maybe the older niggas is just better than the young niggas. I don't know. But I know I'm tired of these rappers saying, look, all my niggas shoot like Steph. Like, is that a bar? I guess. I mean, how many times have they said that shit? Look, you can go, nigga, because this nigga finna make me mad. He is one of them trolls for sure. But look, don't be coming over here questioning J. Cole shit, talking about, oh, how is it a classic? It just came out. Nigga, listen to it. Then go to sleep, wake up, listen to it again, nigga. It's a classic. I ain't gonna say it again. It's a classic. I'm not a classic.